Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. and gentlemen we're back with a nice metaverse episode with my buddy colorado dank name's jason um you know this guy is he's fun man he always is really into very esoteric type topics but he also i should say he's into real world shit but he views them from an esoteric standpoint he always has something to say about new kids movies um you know he looks at the world from a pretty religious standpoint and i like talking with these kinds of people man this kind of stuff it's not the way i view the world and as you know i always welcome conversation with people that i don't agree with i think that's what makes the world so great and that's what makes our country uh here in the united states pretty nice too and jason over there colorado dank follow him if uh, if you're not already, it's I think the exact deal here is Colorado underscore Dank ninety nine, um, but he always has really good posts, man. Not a lot of uh, I know he's shadow banned, but as soon as this metaverse shit came out, I knew I wanted to have him on. He's been talking about things regarding the metaverse, you know, with this Ready Player One stuff um you know he he's really big into symbolism too so he's been talking about this for a couple of weeks uh even leading up to facebook changing their name you know we've been talking back and forth not not only him and i but you know with with other friends in the podcast community here um what facebook's name was going to change to and I've been hearing about the metaverse shit a lot. And I see I see practical ways that the metaverse could be helpful for some things. For example, uh, war simulations for, for troops, um, surgery simulations, right? Things that take hands-on experience, but there and there's a little little margin for error, right? You, even when you just get dropped in. So you get dropped into a war zone. Uh, which I know this isn't typically how things are fought these days, but get dropped into a war zone. You don't have any experience, right? Shooting at people, not, not a lot of people. The first time they go to war have experience actually uh, in firefights and things like this. So I think, I think that it has practical uses, but what, what Jason does here is he talks about the graphene oxide. He talks about a lot of the ways that this metaverse experiment is already underway and we are moving in that direction so quickly that it, it already may be too late to stop i think that this is his idea i'm not speaking for him here you'll hear what he has to say and it, it's fascinating it, it really is an interesting topic he talks about some really interesting symbolism in the logo uh the the in, infinity symbol that they're using for the uh, meta's logo 
is angel wings is what what uh jason thinks here and i see it right i mean it, it makes a lot of sense when you start talking about eternal life um there's there's the clothing called graphene that has graphene oxide in the fibers so um the analogy that i was using is if i'm talking with a buddy over zoom let's say and I want to shake their hand. I can shake their hand and, and they'll feel me shaking their hand. I'll feel them shaking my hand. So it's not just like you do the air five thing when you're, you know, thousands of miles away. You can, you can actually high five. You can feel that, that interaction. And so you can see how they would suck people into this, right? Uh, seeing a dead relative, um, having sex with your favorite porn star, right? I mean, these are all kinds of kind of more, uh, materialistic sort of views for each individual everyone has their own thing that they would want to experience that they just can't do in the real world and what the concerning point is i think for anyone really paying attention is that you're going to end up in this world where you don't know what's real and you don't know what's fake i mean south park did the great episode uh, where it was about the Oculus, and that was Facebook's original VR headset. I think that's Facebook, and um, it's just just kind of kind of crazy how these these cartoon shows really seem to predict things. Art imitates life, as we know, and and uh, you know, life imitates art in the, at the same time. But it's it's a very cool uh, idea, scary at the same time, of course. But I look at these things where, you know, a lot of people like Jason here are very concerned about them. I say, you know, let's leave it up to people to decide what they want as a whole. No, yeah, society is not always the best at deciding what's best for them, right? They don't usually have the best interest in mind. But uh, we are we are heading somewhere different, I think. You know, the, the Matrix has a lot of that, the same symbolism in there where we see a lot of this shit just go down constantly. So we'll see, man. We'll see where it ends up. Uh, check out the Facebook. Um, I should say Meta, which is their new name. Check out the the Meta introduction video where uh, Mark Zuckerberg attempts to be humorous. Doesn't work. But, um, you know, check it out. Weird fucking dude, man. Weird, weird guy. And... Uh, I, I, I'm I'm not going to say much more about this. I'm going to let you guys check this episode out, give your feedback. Um, and then for the, the Monday night master debater fans, I apologize for not uploading that it'll be out tomorrow. It'll be out on Saturday. It'll be a bonus episode. Uh, as you know, you can go and view it on the great deceptions feed the day after we record it. So Tuesday, uh, usually you can check that out on his feed. For some reason, Internet's been spotty as fuck over where I'm at. We actually had I had a notification that Internet was down for a few hours in my area. Uh, Xfinity is my provider, and apparently they crashed for a while. And they've just been spotty, man. I haven't been able to upload large files, and that was a pretty big one because we had six participants in the last one. It was great. It was a fun conversation. Starts off a little slow, as they usually do. And then we start rolling, talking all kinds of crazy shit. And that was fun. So I appreciate that. appreciate what Matt's doing over there at The Great Deception. Always doing those. And uh, it does cut into my Monday night football uh, time. But I would prefer to talk to people and learn things uh, than just have my loose steel stolen. 
I do bet on these games and I've been hitting streaks. Uh, I'm just now hitting my stride when the season's about halfway over here. So we'll see what's up and I'll keep you guys posted on, uh, on things like that. The Patreon guys head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. And if you're trying to scam the RSS feed, that private RSS feed, you just sign in one time and then steal it. Doesn't work. At the end of every month, it goes away. You got to stay paying to get that private RSS feed. So that's the whole point of that. And uh, Patreon's about to really start cooking with gas, man. They are going public. And I'm excited to see where that goes, not only for myself, but just for the whole realm of creativity in the podcast game. Because uh, a lot of these people, man, they treat it like jobs. I mean, I, I actually take a lot more pride in the show than I do in my day job. And I make way less money doing this, but it's worth it to me. I'd rather do this. I'd, I'd uh, actually take a pay cut to be able to do this full time. So uh, I, I appreciate that very much. And uh, last but not least, for the housekeeping up here, we've got DangerousWorldStore.com. Your hoodies and your T-shirts are over there, extremely inexpensive. And I'm not trying to be a cock tease, but I may have to raise prices very soon. Patreon's taxing. Uh, my store is, is on me about taxing for all three figures that I make there a month. Um, it, it's, it's getting kind of ridiculous gas prices. Obviously everything's going up. I just went to the, uh, fucking grocery store today to grab some tacos, uh, grab some taco meat. I like my carne asada, you know, and, uh, dude, fucking $60 for essentially like three meals. Right. I mean, like I make make extra and shit, but goddamn. It was, uh, I felt like I was getting bent over just for a meal right there. So I hate to do it, but it probably is going to happen. I'll probably keep the prices locked in until the end of the year, but, uh, expect to see a little bit of a price rise in the, uh, in the clothes from dangerousworldstore.com. So head over there, scoop some stuff up. Like I said, prices are going to stay the same. I always offer money back guarantees. Uh, shipping is free here in the United States. And uh, you'll be hearing about Manscaped in just a little bit here, too, because I thought that they bailed on me when I compared them uh, when I when I said that they may be uh, part of the Third Reich. And that's a joke, of course. Right. Manscaped. Come on. They're shaving nuts. They're not uh, putting people in the showers. It's all it's all fun and games. And so I thought that but I know that they had some things going on over there with management changes and shit like that. A little inside baseball, probably not really supposed to say that. But you know what? I'm sure they don't care. And uh, you guys are my people. So I I share the shit with you guys. And uh, so you'll be hearing about them, man. Manscaped got some new products coming out. They're going to have a massive Black Friday thing. And uh, damn, I just love that fucking razor, dude. So uh, danger is your promo code over at manscaped.com. If you're interested, go check it out. And like I said, you'll be hearing me uh, ramble about them here in just a few minutes. So in the meantime, enjoy this episode with Jason Colorado Dank on Instagram. Phenomenal conversation. And I'm going to be actually talking with Matt Landman later, uh, actually early next week. And you'll be hearing us kind of expand a little bit on this metaverse shit you know, Matt Landman, the uh, creator of the Frankenskies movie, very, very knowledgeable dude, um, extremely valuable information that he brings to the table. And we just kind of run the gambit with things. It was such a fun episode. We talked for quite a while. This is the second time we've chatted. Uh, and you can check out his websites. Uh, you got Sparrow.com or Sparrow Gear, Sparrow Protective Gear, Protection Gear. I should know that this isn't his episode, though, so it's fine. Um, and then actual activists where he's got a lot of podcasts on there. It's sort of becoming like a podcast hub 
uh, over there. You can find a lot of the podcasts that he's been on and, uh, you know, all those shows. So it's a great source. And uh, of course, Frankenskies, right? We got all kinds of cool shit going on. So really, really thankful for all you guys. Thankful for the uh, opportunities that I've been uh, having to, to chat with some of you crazy fucks. And I look forward to doing more of that here in the immediate future. So expect to be hit with quite a few episodes here, guys, uh, in the next upcoming days here. So thank you very much. Enjoy my episode with Colorado Dank discussing the metaverse and Mark Zuckerberg's weird ass. Well, folks, uh, lots of shady shit going on with Facebook, or I should say meta at this point. I don't know why you go from Facebook to meta. But I've got somebody here that's going to explain a little bit about what Zuckerberg is up to these days. You may know him as Colorado Dank. I know him as Jason. He's a really great dude. He's been on a few episodes, not only with my show, but he's talked with a lot of other uh, people in this community as well. And he's sharing really interesting information, man. And you are are big into symbolism. You're big into religious type stuff as well. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, you identify as a Christian and yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, this is the best way yeah. we can say it in these times. Right. Yeah, um, so, I mean, I, I just find it very interesting that you're seeing a lot of problems with what's going down. I just did an episode on Facebook recently mm-hmm. more about the geopolitical aspects of what Zuckerberg was up to. And now you're coming at this whole Facebook deal from a more esoteric standpoint more occult talking about what the metaverse has to do with our lives and how we interact on there um so i mean before we get into this dude what else is going on in your world over there up in colorado again colorado dank doing some fun stuff uh i'm curious what you've been looking into man uh here lately i've just been um kind of been all over the place you know uh cryptocurrency uh looking into the whole uh, graphene oxide, the American Horror Story movies, and how they they all connect with Saturnalia worship. Um, just pretty much all over the place, uh, you know. Uh, of course, the vaccine uh, mandates, National Guard entering into all of our uh, municipalities and utility soon to be our utilities. Um, so they're going to have control of every aspect of our lives, but they're going to slowly integrate it. So just you know trying to keep a close tab on everything that's going on. So are you saying you think that they're trying to turn like healthcare and things and law enforcement into utilities? Well, what I think that's going on is they're using the health sector in order to get full control. And that's a little bit of what we're going to talk about today, because um, the meta is going to enter in as, as will the health, they'll connect with each other. Um, that's going to be all through what's called graphene oxide and uh, graphene sheets. And this is where you get, you're getting these graphene wearables and it's all to do about your health. And I uh, just posted something today about biosensors. And this was all tested at CERN prior to it being public for the for us. So if it comes from CERN, as I've spoke about before, it's not in our good intention. Well, and CERN us, is ahead of the curve by about 10 or 20 years always, right? I mean, they were using the Internet before the Internet was a thing. Yes, sir. They're, they're the ones that created the wide the World Wide Web. Um, I forgot his name off the top of my head, but uh, it was a sexy black cube is what they called it. And wow. um, that's that's where the World Wide Web began. And it was by a guy that was from the United States. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's a 
CERN's behind the curve of everything that's going on. I mean, they're going to the particle level. That's where we're getting all these nanoparticles. And they're using, first they use graphene for sensors for their, you know, high, high uh, charged electrons that they're pushing at the speed of light. And now they're using those same sensors, graphene sensors, to now put them on us as wearables. So it's more or less like they're, they're trying to uh, map out our brain using what's called a graphene chip. Uh, it's being used by Embrain and Merck. If you've heard of the new Merck pill, uh, Merck's like a 350-year-old pharmaceutical company. They started in uh, Germany. And I mean, they, they at one point was giving heroin to people, uh, cocaine to people. I mean, I posted it a while back. I mean, they're, they're always, oh, you know, this is great for you. And then comes back, it's horrible for you. So, I mean... So, of course, yeah, let's put graphene in our eyes, our our brain. I mean, it just makes sense now. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and, and this is like the, allegedly that stuff that makes your veins glow and stuff under certain lights, correct? Well, that's that's uh, luciferinese or something like Luciferase. That. Yeah, luciferase. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that. And then I, I think um, they were messing around with jellyfish DNA or, or, or something like that to, yeah, because yeah. they have the same kind of chemical. That makes your your uh, it kind of glows luminescent. Gotcha. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, I I uh, you know I just did an episode on BCCI, the the major bank scandal, and right before I actually got into the meat of that whole episode, I kind of touched on something that I actually heard from Infowars. Speaking of the jellyfish, I mean, Alex Jones was someone that was screaming about this a while ago. Yep. Um, smart dust and smart dirt is now a thing, and and this is going to be used now as graphene. Uh, what do you, how do you say graphene oxide? Graphene oxide, yeah, it's just another so form is, of graphene. Is graphene oxide part of this smart dust, or have you heard of this stuff? Um, I'm not sure. It probably is um, part of the nanoparticles. I mean, this is the smallest two dimensional nanoparticle that's two dimensional. Yeah. So not three dimensional. Yeah, from what I've read, it's two dimensional. Wow. Well, I mean, you know more than I do about it. I'm just curious. Smallest because nanoparticle, two dimensional. Yeah. It's fast. So. I mean, what what were the initial purposes? How did they sell graphene oxide into the whole? Like, how were they convincing people that weren't uh, full fully on board with the Luciferian agenda? How did they convince them to get graphene oxide into products and out there in in production in general? Oh, that's easy. Uh, so you know, we go through different ages. I think we discussed this one time. You go through the Iron Age, the Silicon Age. Now they're calling this the graphene age. Uh, it's got, it's, uh, it's harder than diamonds, hardest material on earth. Um, it is uh, very lightweight, also considered the lightest material, hardest material on the planet. It's the most conductive, more conductive than copper. So it can actually connect to radio waves, uh, 5G, 6G, which we're going to get into. Um, it, uh, it, it can charge at an astronomical rate. I don't have the I don't have that data in front of me, but it is pretty much can can take a Tesla battery car, and it can go a, a, a lot further than than what it is now, and it charges very quickly. So it's hyperconductive, uh, which is which is great for new technology, smartphones. Uh, and here's another thing: they're using they're going to be using them for quantum computers. So now they uh, used to they could use a D wave computer. Uh, which works in ones and zeros, which is qubits. And <clears throat> it had to be at near or absolute zero, which is colder than space. 
Uh, now they say that with with the graphene, they'll be able to eventually have it as uh, just like your smartphone, but have a quantum computer in your hand at room temperature. So that's a big breakthrough uh, for them. And um, this Doing all goes- a quick Google search of what graphene oxide is. It's it, what it tells you it's for uh, graphene oxide or GO. An oxidized derivative of graphene is currently used in biotechnology and medicine for cancer treatment, drug delivery, and cellular imaging. What they don't list here is also food um, food mm-hmm. preservation or food processing it's used in, which is interesting. I mean, this, they're pumping the stuff into our food. It's in our medicine. It's, uh, you know, it's in the air. Why? I mean, I, is it a stretch to say that this is possibly in like the chemtrails that people freak out about? Absolutely. That's what I was going to get to. So uh, going back to the medical real quick, um, as far as the medical, there's a movie that's uh, it's called The Tangle. And I have not watched it, but just reading the summary of it, it states that uh, artificial intelligence releases a nanoparticle. It's a black dust and the people inhale it. When they inhale it, a computer chip grows inside their brain. Uh, that's that's where we're getting into these in-brain graph, uh, graphene chips in the brain. And it makes it so that the user that uh, has a chip in their brain cannot, they can't kill themselves. If they have the thought, the computer chip will stop them from committing murder. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of ties into uh, the health, the health and uh, the benefits and there'll be no more murder and there'll be no more. We can control minority reporting, all this stuff. Cause they'll be able to map out your brain. And so uh so, yeah, I think the chemtrails is definitely a part of what's going to be happening, you know. So, I mean, just think about that. They're talking about this in 2019 and two years later, they're talking about putting one in your brain. So it's mm-hmm. definitely an idea that we already know where it's going. Um, if they can control your brain and make it so you can't kill yourself, it says in Revelation, once you take once you take the mark of the beast in Revelation 13, it says that you will not be able to kill yourself. You'll seek death, but cannot find it. Yeah. Uh, how are you going to kill yourself if you can't if you can't do it? It'll literally stop you from doing it. So no matter how much pain you're enduring, you won't be able to kill yourself. And uh, we're going to touch on immortality as well with these nanoparticles. That's another. Well, yeah, and and I'm glad that you brought that up actually because I I want to I want to primarily stick to the metaverse and like this whole graphene thing. But I, I, you remember, I'm sure that I hit you up after you brought that idea up on the Monday night master debater thing, right? We were talking about the whole idea. If you can't kill yourself, uh, how are you going to die and all this shit? How are you going to go to the next level, whether that be hell or heaven for your soul, right? This is coming from a Christian, uh, Christian uh, perspective. Um, and I, I asked you the question, man, you know, the Bible tells you that the really the only unforgivable sin is killing yourself right you can kill as many people as you want according to like hardcore evangelicals right you can kill as many as you want you can rape you can do all kinds of unspeakable crimes as long as you believe in jesus christ right and to me i find this laughable but i mean this is not i i understand that everyone has different beliefs i'm not speaking for you i'm just speaking for myself um i think that if you commit horrid acts uh, all that you need to say, and I guess, yeah, you can believe in your heart and, and, you know, God and all these things, they would know what's true in your heart. Um, I, I personally don't get why, uh, people would be allowed to commit heinous acts. And as long as they, they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and savior, they can carry on with this. Um, but because his plan, because his plan is going to be 
carried out, whether it's through that person that killed that person, it all was in his plan. Sure. So, so sometimes death is a part of his plan. I mean, look at Moses. Look, look at Moses. He killed like thousands of people, slaughtered villages, and then he ended up being the the one to um, save the Jew, Jewish people, and then take them to to do the to get the Ten Commandments. And then you got. Uh, was it King David? He, he couldn't even build the first temple. He had to let King Solomon do it because there was too much blood on his hands. Mm. So, so I mean, if you look at it in that aspect, it's always his plan. But to kill yourself, there's no forgiving that. Well, so, and that's what I find very interesting. And that's what the, the question that I, that I brought to you, I was like, hey, you know, um, what if, and, and I'm not encouraging suicide here by any means, right? But yeah, I'm saying, yeah. so what if the only way to actually graduate to the next realm is to take your own life. The only reason that I brought that up was because we get a lot of fake news from religion. We get a lot of fake information from organized wow. religion. Yep. The Catholic Church is the closest thing to the the, the satanic temple that I know of. It, um, yeah, it is the satanic temple. Uh, yeah, they're, they're two wings to the same bird, right? Mm-hmm. So just the idea there that they're that they're doing all these things when they're they're saying that you know do as I do or do as I say, not as I do. Um, don't kill yourself. That's the only thing that you can't be redeemed for. Um, so logically, uh, that's, that's a question I think that needs to be brought up is why is suicide something that is so anti God's plan? Because couldn't that just be that God put that idea in your head to kill yourself or, or is that off base? It's off base. Um, from my point of view, um, the way I look at it is he has a plan. If you kill yourself, you're diminishing his plan. You're taking it into your own hands. We're, we're told to live out this life. Um, you know, how can you ask for forgiveness if you kill yourself? So it's destroying his own plan. You know, he's given us that free will, whereas Lucifer takes your free will. He, he doesn't want you to have everything. The way I look at it is everything in Lucifer's plan is the mirror opposite. That's where you get as above, so below. It's mm-hmm. a mere opposite. I know other people, they, they pick it apart in a different way, different perspectives. But when I look at as above, as above so below, as, as above, what happens in heaven, so below, it's like the mere opposite happens. So you have good and you have evil. Um, that's literally what it means. And then that's what it says in the Bible. Whenever yeah. King Solomon received the seal of God or the key of Solomon that said it gave him the power to get from the good spirits and above and the bad spirits below to help him rule the kingdom. And the circle was to bound him uh, to bound the spirits in, in that spell so that he was not, uh, he was not affected by them. They could not do anything and he could actually control them. Mm. So, I mean, that's where you get into Jewish mysticism and black magic. Kabbalah and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, It it is very interesting. And yeah, I mean, I I think that, you know, for the record, just to, to lay my cards out here, yeah, I think suicide is horrible. I think it's it's downright the most selfish thing that you can do. So I understand that side of it. And I understand how suicide is different than murder. Um, it was just something that that popped into my head as far as like, okay, why is suicide the, the one negative thing when it really comes down to the the basic mm-hmm. uh you know tenets of of the Catholic religion specifically? And then you have obviously Christianity and everything uh stemming from all these same same aspects. But um I mean, you could also say it's even like a blood sacrifice and we're not supposed to do that. So it could even because you're spilling the blood and blood is very uh, symbolic in religion. Um, you know, um, <clears throat> whenever Jesus came, we used, used, used to we would do animal sacrifices and then they stopped that. 
uh, that he put a stop to and said, no, it's a spiritual sacrifice, you know, because Yahweh's spiritual and the devil or Satan, Lucifer, Nimrod, whatever name you want to give him is physical. He's mm-hmm. of this world. I got to tell you guys, I love Manscaped so very much, and I would expect that Joe Biden's shitty pants wouldn't have been so messy had he used the lawnmower 4.0. See, this is the kind of shit that Manscaped likes me talking about. They like me slandering a president, a sitting president. Uh, You know, they like me just talking a lot of shit. Uh, but they're cool, man. They've been really on board with all the fun stuff that we are into on this show and this crazy community. And this holiday season, I'm giving thanks for Manscaped, right? Uh, I'm giving thanks because this is the ad that they sent me and it tells me to thank them. So I'm thanking them right now, right here. And um, I'm not going to tell my my extended family about my male grooming needs as it suggests, um, but I will tell you and them probably about the lawnmower 4.0. It's this awesome trimmer that I, you've heard me talk about. And it has the ceramic blade, which makes it very, very efficient. Um, as I said, Joe Biden's cleanup, you know, Dr. Jill really got screwed over having to wipe that ass because you know that dude's got dreadlocks in his asshole. So with Manscaped, you don't have that. You can shave your sack, your back, and your crack all with the same razor. I have two, as I've mentioned. Um, I use one for my face and one for my ball sack. And it's it, it's very important not to twist those two up. But some really cool things are coming down the pipeline for Manscaped. You got the new body wash and shampoo and conditioner um, all in one. That's kind of a cool deal that they've got going on. Something new, right? And they're going to have a few products that I can't mention right now that are coming out as well. So there's uh there's a lot there dude they keep they stay with that patented scent which is phenomenal it's a panty dropper the seismograph will register when the panties hit the ground with this scent man you got your ball deodorant your foot deodorant you got all the good stuff that will make your dirty ass smell much better than it does right now they've got the waterproof trimmer their products reduce odors okay now if you work out and if you eat a little better you're with the supplements of the aid that these products will give you. You're going to smell not only good old day, you're going to smell fucking great. And people, men and women, no matter what you want, are going to come up and suck on you. Okay. This is what happens. And that is a guarantee. You can, you can talk to me if you don't start uh, spraying yourself with this stuff and have to literally beat the women off with a stick. But don't hit women. That's very important. Manscaped doesn't endorse that either. So as you know, head on over to manscaped.com. Enter the promo code DANGER. You get 20% off with free shipping. And, uh, I mean, dude, so many good products. That uh, tool shed that comes with all the goodies that you need to really take care of yourself really hooks it up. And man, I am uh, just really thankful, honestly, that they are on board with this dumb little show. And you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code danger at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code danger at manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And keep an eye on the Black Friday sales that are coming up, okay? Crazy, crazy deals that they do. And it's a phenomenal company that supports podcasts of all different kinds. So thank you, Manscaped. Thank you, people, for using that promo code DANGER at their website. 
And here's the rest of the episode with Jason Colorado Dank about the metaverse. And uh, I actually just posted something about uh, Odin because everyone keeps talking about Odin and inking all these people. Odin, he goes by the all father. He goes by the wicked one. He goes by the evil doer. He's even called the one eye. He's called, I mean, everything in the occult, this guy is called that stuff. The the, the music, um, something musical God. Like the master of music and shit like Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. Like a master of music, which, you know, Lucifer was the choir. He was the head of the choir. Choir master, yeah. Exactly. So I mean, if you wow. if you look at if you look at everything Odin is is he's Nimrod, he's Lucifer. Yeah, I, I I've heard you brought that up in the Delta episode that we did, and that is a very interesting thing. Not with with Odin, but yeah, with Nimrod. Um, and and you know, last point about this whole thing that I want to I want to run by you before we we really do dive into this metaverse stuff because I want to talk about that. Um. I talk with this dude, Pastor Sam, a lot. He's a very interesting dude. I don't know if you've heard any of our conversations. I've heard a few. Yeah, he's great, dude. He's very, very, uh, you know, alpha preacher type dude or alpha pastor, I should say, uh, all about standing up for yourself. Uh, one of these dudes that yeah, that says, yeah, Jesus was not this cuck that, you know, the church makes him seem like he was, you know, he'd flip oh, over wow, tables. Man. Yeah, he'd fight people and shit like that. He, hey, he, he probably banged some hookers too, right? Mary Magdalene, hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, but what I what I find uh, interesting that he brought up and um, when I bring this up to some of my friends that smoke weed, they kind of agree when I always uh, expect to get some pushback. Uh, Pastor Sam brings up the idea that uh, marijuana is an illegal way to access the spirit realm, whereas mm-hmm. alcohol, you do agree with that. OK, and see, Absolutely. that's interesting. That's interesting. I haven't heard one weed smoker say, no, that's bullshit, which you would I expect. Have- well, I, I'll say this real quick. So I had dreams and visions, things like that, premonitions. So the, the time that I have the most of my premonitions is going to be the time where I'm smoking the heaviest to drown them out. I noticed that. So because sometimes when they're coming in, it's like a floodgate opens in my mind and I start knowing things I shouldn't know. And that's where I start opening up the Bible. Uh, verses are popping out to me specifically. And then that's where I start diving into all this stuff. I don't just open my Bible and start reading. No, I, I don't read my Bible. I let, I let the word show me what needs to, what needs to be, what needs to be told. Um, so yeah, I absolutely agree with that, man. Like um, that's usually when I have the most of my visions or, or, or um, ideas pop in my brain is when I'm high. I mean, that's, well, and I, that's, that's what I find interesting is because the way that, and, and maybe I misunderstood him, but he made this seem like a negative thing. Like smoking weed is not a good thing, but he also says that uh, alcohol, you know, we hear the whole idea that, that they're called spirits because they bring on negative spirits. But in, in what pastor Sam was, was talking about, he was saying that the spirits are actually positive spirits. This is a gift from God, uh, from what he says. And I, he doesn't seem like an alcoholic or anything. Well, but go ahead. I was going to say, when you're on alcohol, you're you're intoxicated. You're not of sound mind. Whereas yeah. whenever you're smoking weed, you're of sound mind, yeah. but you're enhanced. So there's a difference. So whenever they would build the tabernacle back in the Old Testament, they would burn, they would cleanse themselves because you could, you had to be pure because walking into such a pure atmosphere could mean death. Um, so you had to make sure you were pure, wearing all white, and you would have to burn spices. And these spices, I believe, are what put in put them into the astral projection. Um, I mean, that's after, after everything I read in the Bible. That's what I got off of it. Uh, and then that's funny because the movie Dune 
whenever he would breathe in the spice, that's whenever he would go into his astral projection and start having visions and dreams. So I thought that was pretty neat about the movie Dune, although I thought it sucked. That's my yeah. opinion, though. <laughs> that's funny, dude. No, I, I know we talked about Dune a little bit, too. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I don't know. I just find it interesting, man, because, I, you know, I, I do wonder sometimes, you know, alcohol is a fucking poison. I mean, it is a poison. And I love drinking. I, I'm a big I, I'm a, oh, I consider yeah. myself. I can, yeah, I know, I know we both, we both talk quite often when we're drinking, yeah. um, but you know, I, I find, uh, I don't know, man. I think that I consider myself a functioning alcoholic. I get my shit done. Right. And I, but I love to drink, man. Like I fucking love drinking. So like, this is my, my thing is like, if, if I'm committing a sin while I'm drinking, um, I think that that's, that's a, a kind of, a, it's a scary concept to me, you know, just me personally, um because i'm the opposite of you i feel when it comes to weed um i don't have any dreams whatsoever when i'm smoking weed i used to smoke weed heavily and for like that multiple year long period probably three four years i didn't have one dream and i remember thinking like damn dude i I used to have dreams every night you know when i'll be drinking booze i'll i'll have dreams maybe i was having dreams but i would just forget them or whatever but while i'm awake I am almost daydreaming. I'm constantly like when I'm when I'm stoned, that is um, I'm sitting there and I'm not I'm not really invested in what I'm doing. And that's something exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, yeah, all your brain synapses are firing off all at the same time instead of like at different different uh, fractions of a second. So you can focus on things. This is what makes uh, everything more fun when you're high. And yeah. I don't think that alcohol does it the same way because uh, some things can be quite miserable when you're when you're drunk or when you're buzzed um so i don't know man i just find it i find it very interesting and and i just kind of wanted to run that by you with the idea and i I mean i still have yet to say to hear one weed smoker tell me that that pastor sam's wrong about that you know it's a it's a weird thing to think about right so um let's dive into this good stuff (laughs) right dude Um, right i know man Uh, so let's dive into my most vivid premonitions when i'm when i'm high like when i get really stoned and then go to sleep that's when i would have my most vivid ones where i'm that's vivid meaning uh lucid dreaming where i'm awake and uh fully functional inside the dream those are usually the times like when i'm drinking i just i'm i'm out Mm, opposite for me dude that's the thing that's what's so interesting i mean that's what yeah that's what that's what drugs are i guess right i mean this is what or 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 whatever you want to consider weed and alcohol um but let's dive into this metaverse stuff man because it is fascinating and and the the clothing that you sent me was was really really weird to me it's called graphren and this graphren clothing it feels according to the the uh promo video this feels like normal cotton or polyester clothing. You can't tell the difference. You can wrinkle it up. It takes back to its normal shape. Um, yeah, there's these little, your skin almost like a tattoo. It looks like the Tron clothing, right? Yeah. This is what it looks like. So, yeah. but there's little tiny diodes inside of the clothing. Um, I forget the exact measurement that they talked about, but like for a meter of clothing, I think it was two grams uh, for a square meter of clothing of graphene oxide. What is the significance then? of graphene oxide in the metaverse i know we may have touched at that at the beginning but i really want to pound this home because it's confusing to me so i want to i want to just really dive into that so the reason that they want graphene is so that it it maps out your entire body so whereas uh the graphene sheets um that's you're going to have more of the graphene sheets and stuff like that in the wearables but the graphene oxide is is like mixed with hydrogen uh water and 
it goes through a different uh, chemical change when it's in water, and then it can actually go into the body. And we'll get we'll get into that as soon as I talk about this. So this graphene oxide, it's highly conductive. Like I told you before, it can literally charge a battery in, in moments compared to uh, may take an, an hour for your your phone to charge. Maybe this takes a couple minutes. Like it's extremely fast, long lasting charge. And so uh, if you ever looked at the Matrix movie, how he said that the robots wanted to, you know, t- take us from humans and turn us into this. And he shows you the battery so that they were the machines were using us as battery farms. And this is kind of a similar thing, if you think about it. So they're talking about power. They keep talking about natural gas and all these things. Well, what if they can make us the battery? Mm. And so this you is what know? graphene would do it, it, yes. once it's. And not only on the outside of your body, but inside your body. So, so what's what's the significance of the graphene clothing then? Just to add another element to it, is to get it in your body. So, to so at first, at first you had the phone. Now you have the earbuds. Now you have the contacts. Now you have the clothing. And then next thing is going to be inside your brain, inside your body, inside your blood. Oh, it can clean your blood. It can. I should. I sent you the one where it can. Uh, it can cure t- tumors in your in your um in your body. Uh, it can, it can tell us if something's going on inside your body. We'll send nanoparticles into your body to uh, act like a medical robots and give us identification of, of of something that we need to look at and 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 get it out of your body before it even causes problems. Or mm-hmm. send the robots in there to uh, change change the DNA. I mean, it's 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 crazy. But so, what about the the clothing though? Because the clothing's not getting into your body, correct? Or am I wrong right. about that? It's not getting into your body, but it's getting it's it's doing the same thing. But then they're they're going to introduce it to the outside. And then they'll introduce it to the inside of your body. And say, oh, now we have this new, uh, this new <clears throat> vaccine that you can do, and it's gonna it's gonna be more realistic when you go into it. They'll make it seem better if it if they uh, put it inside your body because it'll it'll be able to cover the entire body. And um, once you're in the metaverse, you'll have complete control. You'll feel everything. It won't just be you're in there. You'll actually feel everything. I mean, they want you to actually. They want to. They want to put it inside your brain that this is the best thing, uh, best technology that could ever happen. No well, more it looks cool. the real world. Yeah, it looks it looks fascinating. I mean, like, you know, the, the thing that you sent me the with the, you know, Mark Zuckerberg uh, trying to showcase his, his humorous side. Right. Trying to show you how funny he can fucking be, which is a yeah. joke. I mean, it was pathetic, <laughs> but, you it's know. Really yeah, but, you know, it, it is very interesting how like there's the augmented reality art and you know someone like me who who is a a very mediocre graphic designer but like you know my father is a a a fantastic uh graphic designer this is something that's really opening up opportunities for graphic designers people that are that are familiar with digital art um i mean it was mind-blowing the the idea of having some art that you can see and it starts disappearing after your time slot is gone after if you let's say just to overly simplify it you tip the artist 10 bucks you can see this artwork for 10 seconds right if you want to continue looking at it you got to throw them another 10 bucks this is the the concept of this video so i could see how this could be a cool thing but it seems very very um i don't know where you draw the line between okay let's spend a little time in here uh let's let's hang out let's do let's play some virtual reality games and all this shit 
versus like, I never want to leave. I don't want to go into the real world because I'm a fucking 400 pound uh, dude with big tits. And then, you know, in this world, I'm a, I'm a badass dude that, that can fight and that, you know, can do all this cool stuff. All the girls in the virtual world like me. Yeah, exactly. Didn't Bruce Lee do a movie on that where it was some fat guy that seems like dude. I heard that somewhere. Yeah, I think he'd done a movie on that. Where Fight there was Club's kind of like that too. Cyber movie. Um, well, put this put this into your mind because this is this is where I was about to go with this. Okay, so the clothing gives you a nice feeling when you're inside of it. But imagine if you could feel every bit of it. You can hug someone, you can dance with them, mm-hmm. and it's really you in there. You feel everything. So then your mind is tricked into that. So then whenever you wake up, you come out, you're like the dude off the matrix. No, I want to go back in. No, yeah. I want to give me the blue pill. I'm going to go back in. I don't want to see this. I don't, I don't want to wake up into reality. I want to eat the steak. Yeah. So that's really what they're pushing now. And then <laughs> they're like, okay, well, if you do that, well, here's the mark. And this mark will make it so you never have to leave. You can stay in there and yeah. we'll give you a bonus. We'll give you all this money while you're in there. Yeah. Fake digital currency. Meanwhile, your real body is like, who knows what's going on with your real body? I mean, I could, I could see, well, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I, I, I could see, I mean, like right now, dude, if I could, um, if I could pay some money to go play with my dog that just passed away in a very real way, that would be tempting not to do. Right. And so I could see, man, it, it makes me feel so bad for some people that, you know, miss their mom or their dad that passed away. And they want to just like, you know, give them a hug again, dude. Like that, that's fucking, that's tragic that they're going to, because you know, they're going to use people's emotions. They're going to play off of the emotions and they're going to say, Hey, you want to fucking play fetch with your dog again? You want to, you want to hug your mom? You want to kiss your, your husband that died, whatever. You meet Tupac, you want to meet Biggie. Exactly. I mean- yeah, well, that's not the first thing I would want to do, but yeah, you know what I mean. There's people that would though. <laughs> I know, I know, dude. I know, dude. What's his name? Uh, the dude that XXX Tentacion. Say what? No, not him. Um, there was another dude that was actually inside of the the meta world, and his name was uh, he was a dude that did Goosebumps or whatever. R.L. Um, Stein. No, man. No, no, no. The rapper he made a song called Goosebumps. Um, he's with oh the, Travis Scott. Jenner. Yeah, Travis Scott, they, he done a promo with it. And so they're, um, you know, they went crazy about it. It was like some kind of promo for mm-hmm. one of his songs or some shit like that. And then, uh, you know, they're pushing the real estate. Like, oh, you don't have shit in this world. If you go in this world, you can have house, a condo. You Dude, can have, yeah. They already have uh, clothing lines, Prada, all this stuff, man. It's, it's crazy. Well, there's Earth, Earth2.io, which is digital real estate. I showed my dad this. I actually just sent a buddy uh, on, uh, he's a Patreon subscriber. His name is Mark. Um, I sent him the link to it. And yeah, I don't know if you, if you're familiar with earth.earth2.io, but you can buy little, uh, I think it's 10 meter by 10 meter squares uh, on the actual earth. It looks like the real earth, the real landmarks are there and all this stuff. And you know that 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 website started getting a lot more traffic after Mark Zuckerberg announced the meta company. So not only that, but like these these um, NFTs, I mean, that kind of stuff that and crypto, too. I mean, it's good for crypto, man. And I'm very well, skeptical of crypto. What do you think? That was what I was going to say. So I was, I'm tying crypto into this as well. That's why I was about to bring it up. So they're like, oh, yeah, you can use crypto, um, your NFTs, all that stuff to buy this real estate. So think about it if your government let, let's say 30 years ago if i brought out crypto i'd probably have fbi everywhere 
Like they'd probably be like trying to shut me down and SEC would be coming after me. Um, they'd put me away because I'm messing with their currency. They're not doing that. They're actually pushing it. Like they're, they're slowly pushing it first. Like, Oh, we're against it, but they don't really seem like they are. In oh fact, man, you should have heard my last episode, dude. You should have heard my last episode. I heard it yet. Sorry. Well, it's only in the Patreon portion. I, I BCCI, which I'm sure you're familiar with. It's the oh, same fine. shit. I think that crypto right now is this is going through the same early years as what BCCI was. BCCI was propped up by the government, even though they're doing sex trafficking, they're doing prostitution, they're hiring gun runners, they're doing all this illegal shit, essentially a massive Ponzi scheme. Um, I think that's what crypto is right now, with the exception of XRP. Um, and the only reason is because they that is the only doghouse right now, but they're about to yeah. come out. They just uh, looks like they're going to win their case. It just came yeah. out yesterday. So. Yeah, dude. And so this is why. What do you think of XRP? Uh, I don't know, man. I, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Like I, I, I was gonna actually buy some, but they put them in the SEC, and I was like, yeah, no, they're going after them. Um, yeah, I have quite a bit. You can still buy it on Uphold for people that are interested in that. But yeah, no, it's uh, okay. it's very interesting. I bought some quite a while ago on Abra on the wallet yeah. called Abra, and now I, I, I've continued to buy some on Uphold. I would recommend anyone look into it just for people listening. Look into it. This is not financial advice by neither Jason yeah. or myself. Exactly. It's just very, very interesting. But sorry to interrupt you, dude. That just gets me no, excited when, when we talk about Ponzi schemes. I'm, I love learning about I'm on, that. Uh, so, so think about it. Satoshi Nakamoto uh, is this autonomous user. Nobody knows, or anonymous user. Nobody knows who he is. Um, he just comes out and creates Bitcoin, this blockchain. As soon as I heard that, it made me think of crack in the hood, like somebody on a porch was just cooking crack. I'm like, come on, man. I, like that's, that shit was government. The government CIA brought that stuff in. They're the ones that cooked it up in a, in a college and then, you know, put it out there and gave them the recipe pretty much is what it, what I think happened. Like Rick Ross, somebody like that, that was on yeah, the yeah. Freeway Rick Ross, really? not the rapper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, the real freeway. Um, but but I kind of look at it like that. They slowly came out with this blockchain, you know, some anonymous person. And meanwhile, it's all playing into the hands of the central bankers, which getting back to Merck, Merck is one of the banks that's in all this stuff. They're, they're connected to the banks. They're connected to politicians. Um, I did, I did a little bit of post on them, mm. but um, <clears throat> uh, get uh the way I look at it, I think that crypto is it is breakable. Everyone keeps saying it's unbreakable, it's encrypted. Um, not not so much, man. Not so much. If you put graphene and the quantum computers together, it's it's breakable, mm-hmm. easily breakable. These quantum 100%. computers can do anything. They're, they're, that's what they do. They break math problems and um, math problems that we can't break or our normal computers can't. So yeah, they're breakable. They just want us to believe that shit. Well, so and CERN we, has a quantum computer, and so does Google. Yeah, so does Elon. Like all these people, IBM, oh, shit. Okay. Well, I didn't know like all these rich people, Bezos, they all have quantum computers. And supposedly it reaches over to the mirror side. It pulls information out of the mirror side. And that's what the metaverse is. They even call it the mirror world. And so that's where I get, we get into scrying. So scrying is what they did during, during uh, festivities like uh, Samhain. Uh, they would get in front of their magic crystal ball or, you know, to do fortune telling, which is scrying. Uh, it's, it's looking to the mirror world for answers, which is, you know, it's demons on the other side. It's, it's not good spirits. And then you have the mirror world in all the movies. Sorry. Tell me to. <laughs> uh, no, I yeah, know. Well, I, well, then that's the thing about like, 
and, and this is what I was curious about. Is there any ounce of reality in the mirror world or in the other side? Is there anything that's real or is it all just completely contrived? I think it's all fake. I think it's meant to make us feel like it's real, but you know, so, so this is where you get into immortality. So the, the plan is that you can live forever you can live inside this reality. You can have whatever the hell you want, whatever you can dream up of. You don't have to worry about being fat anymore. You can be a skinny girl, even though if you're a fat dude, you know, you want to be a transgender here. You don't even have to go through the sex change. You can be whoever you want. And uh, that's why they're pushing all this stuff. And now they're going to have the solution, problem, action, solution, or uh, problem, reaction, solution. So, yeah. so if you think about it, everything that's going on right now, it's going to be all crazy. And then there's going to be the savior to come and say, Hey, this is the answer to all of your problems. You no longer have to live poor. You can all be equal. You can all have the same advantage. Um, and then this immortality is uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Peter Thiel, after they did their, um, their phallus to the moon where they, ro- they launched rockets to the moon um which is a nimrod samiramis or sometimes goes by inanna the moon goddess um that was a ritual that's been going on since you know five thousand years ago and it's going on till today but they're getting closer in their one world currency one world order the one world currency is going to be cryptocurrency um that's the way i look at it maybe it's not one specific one but it's going to be cryptocurrency it's all going to be digital controllable um they just had cop 26 this last weekend so you got all the religions coming together with the politicians for the one world religion one world government i mean all this stuff's just it's, it's kind of eerily playing all together and so the immortality uh they're they're pushing this through nanoparticle technology through places like sins.org um which is peter Thiel's putting money billions of dollars into to them or millions Whatever, it's, uh, it's, it's research has been around for a while. I've talked about it, uh, I think, last, our first uh, podcast, I talked a little bit about sins. Are you saying sins, like S-I-N-S? S-E-N-S, but it's pronounced sins, sins.org. Sins, okay. Well, Let yeah. me say it fast, it's sins. Yeah. Um, sins organization. Um, but anyways, um, so you have them in Mountain View Terrace, California. You have um, Immortality Technology is uh jeff jeff bezos is pumping uh, billions into them i don't know who elon's going through hell he's a he's a mad scientist he's probably doing it on his own um i think he's an idiot i don't think he knows what's going on no but he's a good face for it that's what i think yeah yeah Um, he's he's down to be his own test i mean he's probably already a cyborg we don't know yeah his his weird ex-girlfriend or wife or whatever is is a freak show yes it's it's weird man um but if you think about it they're all going for immortality and they're saying this is obtainable now Mm -hmm. because we have quantum computers you know they're getting secret information from the other side and then you have uh you have these brain chips from Neuralink, and now in merck and mbrain are working together on these graphene grant they're they're doing they're putting graphene on the computer chip and they're saying it's supposed to uh stop bacteria from growing but we all know that's not the reason they're putting them in your brain it actually connects to 5g so a lot of people were under the conception that if you put all these 5G towers up, they're going to fry us because they have the military screamers or whatever, where they put out the 5G frequency to, to uh, disperse crowds and stuff. But that's not what it's for. The real, the real information is coming out now. It's for the setup of 6G. 6G is what augmented reality needs to be, to be 
alive. It needs to be fast and um, 6G with graphene makes it possible because it's highly conductive. So with the 6G and then 7G, they'll be able to slowly integrate us into this augmented reality to a point where you don't even realize if it's, that it's real or not real. Like it will literally be as if you're in this world. Wow. And you'll be able to do stuff. You'll be able to be freaking Superman if you want, you know, do stuff well, and- like Superman. See, so I'm I'm very interested because I've heard uh, plans about like 8G and all these crazy other things. And I talked with Matt Landman, who he did the Frankenskies movie. He's big into the chemtrails. He's completely mm-hmm. all about like health and you know the, the the electronics around us are are fucking with our health and all these things, which I buy. I believe that 100. Yeah, percent But he thinks that anything over 5G is propaganda. So I'm curious what you think of this, because the reasoning behind his his logic here is that uh, the frequency that that 5G is, it's so small and it's it's so short, like it doesn't it doesn't travel far at all. This is why the Internet of Things would have to be uh, in in effect for 5G to truly be working. I mean, you see T-Mobile's 5G network. And it says it's the whole country when Verizon's is like just little spots, like looks like chicken pox over the United States. Yeah. I think that's it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, there's no 5G is really not in play yet. I don't think. I mean, you can see 5G working off your phone if you're in your home and you have 5G going through your modem or whatever. Maybe maybe you can have a 5G phone. Um, but who's to say that one. you're what's that? I said I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't 4G, either. I'm staying on the 4G and that's as far as I'll go. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. It, it, as much as I can, right? This is the whole point of, of why it's so interesting. But like, who's to say that that your phone, when it says 5G or when it says it's on Wi-Fi, who's to say that, that it's actually operating on that system? I mean, it could just say it's 5G when it's truly still operating off the 4G network. Um, it's optics, probably. I mean, yeah. that, that's what they said. I've, I've done my research on the IoT and how they're using the graphene. And once they get in, in us, we can change the pigmentation of our skin. Mm-hmm with uh graphene uh sensors biosensors damn uh, that, dude, that's that blackface to another level dude yeah dude i said you could be green if you want to All right this is some shit that was at cern um there was a <laughs> dude that was a break-off scientist of cern i posted it a while back huh? but it's uh, it's about the iot and the iob internet of things internet of bodies but graphene and 5g make that possible to do that kind of stuff and then wow. they're saying that with 6g um it's taking it a step further which china supposedly already has it i don't know it could be all you know optics and and propaganda but i mean i mean either either way this is they're still saying that this is a possibility to Mm. put you into an augmented reality where you cannot tell the difference in what's real and what's not and what happens to humans they usually forget they forget very quickly so maybe they're in there for a month and all of a sudden they forget and they wake up and they think they're actually waking up in the real world but they're actually in the fake world and then yeah. that's where that's where um i read uh read i saw a video elon musk put out where he was literally saying half of your body like your mind would be in the metaverse and the other half still here like your soul is what he said like your soul is halfway in the metaverse and your other half of your soul is with your body wow and so that leaves you open for possession and that's where i think that they're gonna take our devil soul. possession like demonic possession yeah, that's where I think they're going to take our soul into this mirror world and then take over your body in the real world and then put you, keep you inside.
Well, you know what to do. Head on over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. If you're not already a subscriber, $3 only is going to get you all the full versions of each episode. And the private RSS feed that I will provide you makes it possible to listen to the full versions of the episodes the same way you're listening now. It's fucking easy. It's awesome. $3 gets you the full episodes. $5 gets you the archives plus bonus episodes. $10 just if you love me, guys. So thank you. Head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast and enjoy hours and hours of entertainment.